still three and a half weeks until cook kickoff on a Thursday. But guess what? We don't have to wait till then to talk football or even fantasy football. Welcome back into the opinionated sound room of ISM. I'm Dave, and I host this show with my deeper-voiced brother, Josh, and this is Irreverent Sports Meandering, a podcast where two brothers from two states away try to bond by arguing sports. We'd love it if you want to get involved and, and be a part of this irreverence. You can email us at ismdaveandjosh at gmail.com. Remember... We are not professionals, all right? So if you do not like our opinion, you can suck it. We don't care, all right? We got a great show for you tonight. We're going to um, go over the quote-unquote greatest player born today. And uh, it's a big surprise. You'll find out. We're going to do the hub controversy. But first, Josh is going to help me figure out how to put together a fantasy team um, that isn't going to get last place for the third year in a row. Today is Sunday, August 14th, 2022. Let's get irreverent. Josh, it's been like four weeks, man. Maybe five, maybe six, two months, maybe. How how have you been? I've been off and on. A lot of in and out of the hospital over the last month and a half. But uh, I got everything sorted out now, so we're all good to go. Oh, And uh, yeah. Nice. No more scares? No more. Yep. Good to go. Uh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, dude, um, fantasy football starting. Um, I've got my players that I think are going to be good and who I think are really kind of going to drop off this year. Um, some bold predictions. Um, I need your help, man. Like last year um, was embarrassing. Two years in a row, um, I got like last or second to last. Um, so I thought what we do is we'd start out and we kind of hit the quarterbacks and then the running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, and talk about who I think were some mid round sleepers. I can hear some of maybe yours. Um, and then some people that I think, and you can argue with me all you want. All right. People I think aren't going to reach their ADP. So like what I mean by that is a player that you're going to draft high, but is going to drop, isn't going to have the season you think they are. And every year we have those players, uh, especially running backs. I don't know if you know this, Josh, but running backs, only one out of the top five every year do as well as they did the year before. That's that's, that's pretty amazing stat. Mm-hmm. So let's let's talk a little bit. Have you put together some fantasy football stuff? Are you ready for fantasy football? Yeah, I always kind of stay ready, though. You know, I'm always like listening to podcasts and reading stuff. Like, I'm always kind of primed. Like, I, I feel like that's like really... It doesn't mean you're going to win every year or even mm-hmm. make it to the championship, but you usually right. stay pretty sharp then and, you know, you usually don't miss the playoffs. So I usually just try to stay on my game all year. It's kind of the the way to live. Okay. You, on the other hand, are lazy. <laughs> you have to relearn what football means every I year. I know. I, what was it like when we were talking about this podcast and, and getting together again to, 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 to uh, record um, I was like, so I haven't paid any attention. What's going on right now? Because I've been so busy. <laughs> and you're like, uh, you just need to know this. Uh, Deshaun Watson is being suspended and the NFL's appealing. Uh, and the Dolphins owner uh, lost some draft picks. And I was like, all right, that sounds good. <laughs> so that's your news and notes, for folks. <laughs> that's your news and notes for today. But we're going to focus on some fantasy football Josh, let's start with quarterbacks, man. Um, I want to hear your mid-round sleepers and see if I have any of them on mine. Sure. Okay. Uh, so mid-round, usually this means like just uh, what we mean by this is like someone who could potentially be like a top 10 mm. um, that's getting drafted uh, below that in ADP. So someone actually, yeah, I mean, top 10, maybe top five type of type of guys that you can get in the mid-rounds. Uh, obviously, no, it's not a for sure thing, but uh, some guys are primed more than others to do so. so. So you would say like someone you would draft later in the draft that you hope then would actually have a higher yeah, um, like a, point pr- potential, like someone yeah. that you draft in the seventh, but it actually end, ends up being someone you that should have been drafted maybe in the second. Yeah, exactly. Okay, great. great. So the okay, first so one, the first yeah, one I have on my list is uh, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. 
uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, oh, we're going wide receiver. I, I was thinking quarterback first. Oh, well, I, I'm doing wide receiver, so. Um, <laughs> we're going on. <laughs> I actually only have four wide receivers and one running back on my list, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> there are there are no mid round values for quarterbacks in my opinion. They're all just. Ooh, oh, they are I disagree. Okay, well then you know what? Hold on. Let me do mine then. Let me sure. do mine. Go ahead. All right, these are my mid round sleepers for quarterbacks. All right, um, these are people who I think have the potential, and I even put a deep one in. All right, I put one in that that I think is a deep deep one that has very little chance, but because of change of surroundings and players that he's going to have different, could exceed this could exceed where he's drafted, if he's drafted at all. So I've got I got Derek Carr on there. All right. I think he's going to win the MVP. Why do you love Derek Carr so much? I'm going to say that. <laughs> I could already see why you're doing so terrible in fantasy football. <laughs> Don't listen to him. This is terrible. No. No. <laughs> I'm stopping you. You're not allowed to Wait, wait, wait. Come on, come on. All right, wait. Let's be honest All right, here. so Juju Smith-Schuster. I think Derek Carr is going to exceed his ADP, especially because now he's got Devontae Adams. He's got a true number one. I think there is an opportunity for him to jump up into, you know, the top 10 quarterbacks, if not maybe a top five. What is his ADP? Oh, uh, I, I have no idea. I think he's like probably seventh or eighth round, maybe even eleventh. Um, but he didn't have a great. I mean, he had an okay year last year. But I think you add Devonte Adams, I think he could jump up into that that top five. What do you think? Do you, do you really think I'm that far off with Devonte Adams? Like that? There's no opportunity for this to happen. There's zero opportunity for this to happen. Zero opportunity. Uh huh. Oh my gosh. I can't. Even, I don't even know like why you think. That Derek Carr, a guy who has been in the league long enough for everyone to know exactly who he is. But now he's got a number one. He's got a number one wide receiver now. You know, this isn't the first time he had a number one wide receiver. He had Amari Cooper. All right, this is this is not a it's not a new it, thing. Just because he's getting the best wide receiver in the league does not mean that he's going to be better. I think Devontae but he Adams was way still younger when he had Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper hasn't played for the Raiders in years now. Oh, I know. I'm aware. So like in his best years, in Derek Carr's best years, he hasn't had Amari Cooper. I mean, yes, that's that that's true. But I mean, his best years are still crap. So okay, okay. Well, it, it'll be interesting. So Derek Carr is on my list for quarterbacks. Um, I think, and and based basically on running, I'm going to say I think Justin Fields has an opportunity. I don't know if that's really that feasible. He doesn't have any talent around him except for running back wise, uh, that'll help. Um, if the offensive line gets a little revamped, I think Justin Fields has a chance. Uh, Justin Fields, I don't know if it's like a value, but yeah, I mean, he is a running ability, which is always going to be um, an added nicety. Um, an added nicety, I like that. But I just, I, I don't think it's a value. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. But I'm saying if you take him, if you, if you, or if he's on the waiver wire and you put him as a backup, there could be opportunity there. And that's what I'm looking for. Like yes. Cordell Patterson last year had the opportunity to jump up because of change of scenery and stuff like that. Um, my third quarterback is Tua. Mm. You know, yeah, you, you lost me there. Like, big okay, but, so you're adding again Tyreek Hill. Which there, I think is going to have a mere effect, or not a mere effect, yeah, a mere effect, an opposite effect, if you will, on Patrick Mahomes. But Tyreek Hill could increase Tua, especially if you add his his running and he takes another step, and um, he could totally jump up into that area. He didn't have yeah. a terrible season last year. It's, nah. You lost me, man. Sorry. I, I think wide receivers are a good thing to get when you want people, when you want to fill the stands. But realistically speaking, if your quarterback can't put it together without a like great mm. wide receiver like Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams, then mm. he's just never going to put it together, even with them. I feel so, like, I feel like it's a chicken and the egg thing. You know what I mean? Like, not like, really. Because would Joe Montana have been as great without Jerry Rice. He was great before Jerry Rice. So yes, he, he was good. Before no, Jerry Rice. He was great. But he was not great without Jerry Rice. He hit his stride. And, and yeah, when you add a piece like Jerry Rice, you're going right. to do better. But right. that's 
but you got to understand that Juwan Chen was great before him. And, but Tua is and, also super young. No, dude, I'm not even. I don't want to argue Tua because I'm not even a huge fan of Tua. I'm just saying there's an opportunity because of an addition and maybe a change of coach that there could be some progress in that area. Um, my number four, I have Trevor Lawrence. How okay. do you feel about that one? Trevor Lawrence might be the only guy that I actually didn't think of that could be a value. He could end up being yeah, really it was great just, this year. It was, a, it was a trash heap last year because of uh, Urban Meyer. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think of him. Yeah, I, I mean, I have thought of him. I think he's going to do a lot better this year, but I didn't really think of it in terms of fantasy because I'm just, I'm not targeting him for fantasy. No, I'm not either. I'm not so. either. I'm, but there is an opportunity. If you see him on the waiver wire and you have an open spot, maybe. Maybe. You know, who knows? Your quarterback gets injured. There's already, I mean, Zach Wilson's already injured. All right. Um, which, by the way, Zach Wilson is terrible. You, you remember, like, the first three weeks of our podcast where – Zach Wilson hate fests. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so this is my deep quarterback. You ready? Yep. All right. Change of scenery. All right. Oh, no. Great running back. Oh, no. Okay. Hey, you, nobody, dra Sears. nobody draft Matty Ice. Please, God. <laughs> Matt don't Ryan. do it. Yes, don't do it. <laughs> I I mean, it's it's. It's such a wonder why you've done so badly in fantasy. It's such a... I almost said Mitch Trubisky just to piss you off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's so funny. Okay, so these are my so these are my quarterbacks though, and tell me what you think. These are the quarterbacks that I think aren't going to do well. Not do well, but they're not going to reach the the levels that people are going to draft them at. Okay. Right, so... Number one, Patrick Mahomes. I, I, I mean, I, I don't think he's going to be a top five quarterback this year. See, but like, and that's cool that you can think that, but you have no reason to feel it. To, to, I do. I to, do. He's okay. a different quarterback without Tyreek Hill. <sighs> okay. Have Go you on. not seen Next that? One. Am I lying? Just move have on. You... There's no reason to talk about this. Have you? Oh, my God. <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot... <laughs> Remember this moment. So one of us is going to feel like a complete idiot. Well, we have so... it recorded, so. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, we'll it, I mean, if it mysteriously gets taken down and. <laughs> no one ever sees it again. I, I don't know what happened there, but <laughs> all right. So these are quarterbacks that I don't think are going to reach their ADP. Kyler Murray. Okay. Not a big Kyler Murray fan. I, I just okay. don't. Uh, he has some running ability, but he's every year, man, he falls off pretty hard. Yeah. Um, Russell Wilson. People are like, oh, they're he's going to Denver and he's going to be have much better team. Is he though? Like he he'll have a better offensive line, but is he though? He had DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, and he's going to go to an unproven Jerry Judy and, Cordell, and uh, uh, Cortland Sutton? I don't know. I don't know. What do you think of Russell Wilson? Uh, I think he's probably going to have his best year this year. Like, Really do? I really do, and it's, and it's because he's going to be in a different system. He's going to get away from that weirdo out in Seattle, head coach, who just who thinks running the ball – like is how he won the Super Bowl, which it, it kind of was, and uh, <laughs> and it's also how he lost the Super Bowl. But it's too. also why well, how he lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, um, but I just I think he's going to have those the best year of his career. I don't know if that's going to translate into success for the team, but I do think he's going to be. Um, which I mean, most of the time you would think that. So, um, yeah, I think he's going to do great. I don't know. I don't okay. know how wow. it's going to be. As far as wide receivers are concerned, though, because Cortland Sutton is proven he's a he's a beast uh, wide receiver. I think he's a like beast? he's like six two, six three. You know, he's like a, a goal, like a a big target guy. And then you got Jerry Judy, who's got kind of got the the mate, like mad speed. Um, but he drops a lot of passes. Yeah, I mean it's not great, but um, I mean uh, he he has no reason not to be better this year. So, um, okay. They did lose Tim Patrick, which is sad because he was like, kind of like, like that trusty wide receiver that they, um, like yeah. to run out there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's all going to turn out good. I think it's like that offense is an offense that I think you should be targeting guys on like almost everywhere. Okay. Um, really? Okay. Okay. Um, I, I've got Matthew Stafford is my four. I don't think he's going to reach his ADP. 
Um, and then this is my deep one, all right? And this is a deep one. This just means there's a small chance because he doesn't have uh, the same wide receiver core. Um, it, it, you just don't know how they're going to gel together. Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. I, okay. I think there's an opportunity for him not to do it as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he uh, is going to run for seven, 800 yards this year. So um, that's 80 points right there. And if he ever scores a touchdown, which he will run in probably one to two touchdowns a game. A game? One to two touchdowns a game? <laughs> He's got just, 32 touchdowns? I'm just trying to say that Lamar Jackson is in a unique position that even if he plays terribly as a quarterback, he still could back up into – he could just like kind of moonwalk Dude, into like the top five. he costed me two years ago. Two years ago I had him, and he was terrible. Yes. He costed yes. me game after game after game after game. Yep. I totally agree. Um, but like I said, um, you know, he could, he could, he can moonwalk to like the top five quarterbacks pretty easily. Uh, he could. So. You're right. I, I'm saying this is just a very small chance. So, mm -hmm. okay. Because of losing Hollywood Brown. Um, okay. So running backs, who's your running back uh, mid round person? <sighs> value so um i have Clyde edwards hilaire because uh there is a a stat or sorry an observation that um uh someone has made based on statistics that when you lose the top wide receiver in your team a lot of the targets that that wide receiver got are actually given to like the running back somehow so like they always end up though like the running back always ends up getting like a little more work um in the passing game and Clyde Edwards Hilaire is a is a good pass catcher and he I also heard another stat on the actually I'll I'll cite this one because I remember it's from the fantasy footballers they um or observation they basically found that like if your running back gets 13 touches in week one okay week one or more, he is likely to be, um, like he's likely to beat their ADP by a decent amount. Um, if they don't get 13 touches um, in their first game, uh, they're likely not to even reach their ADP. So, in this particular circumstance, I don't, I don't really see a, how Clyde Edwards-Hilaire can't touch the ball 13 times in the first game. You know what I mean? And he's being drafted at 94 which is very deep into drafts. So, um, yeah, I got Clyde edwards Flair. I can't stand CEH. I, you know, I'm not a huge fan either. I just think he's like one of those, like, you know, it's, it's, it's your medicine, take your medicine, because it's going to turn out okay. <laughs> I know, but you I know? feel like every year we say, this is the year CEH is going to come onto the scene every year. You know what I mean? Like, is this his fourth year? Uh, third. So his first two years, every year we're like, oh, this is the year, this is the year. So we're saying it again for a third year. Are you are you going to say it on his fourth year? All right. So <laughs> these are my running backs, mid round sleep, mid round values. I got uh, David Montgomery. Okay. I think I think he's going to really explode on his ADP. I think he's got an opportunity to if he stays healthy. And that's the thing like, with any of these running backs. He's being drafted in the third round. I wouldn't say that's a mid round. No, but I would say that he's going to exceed his ADP. Oh, for sure. Sorry. Yeah, like that he, is one of the being a top I think 10. he could be top five. Actually, yeah, personally. totally. Totally. So. Um, if he stays healthy. And that, I mean, that's true of all these running backs, though. Anything we say is if they stay healthy. Yeah. Now, Montgomery hasn't shown he can stay healthy. So it'd be quite something if he does. Number two, Travis Etienne Jr. Um, he was injured all of last year. Um, I... I think he's got an opportunity in with a, a like a different coach and a different team and and if Trevor Lawrence takes a step up, I think he could exceed his ADP. Um, this is an interesting one. Saquon Barkley. Uh, yeah, I mean he's he's got all the talent in the world. That's for he sure. does right. Um, I just don't know if he's gonna a stay healthy or b. I don't know where that where he's because we haven't really seen him play with Daniel Jones and have a lot of success. So it's like <laughs> that's very true. I don't know, but I mean, I definitely think that he's a potential for sure. Does he have for the sure. right coach for him? I'm not sure. 
It's that that guy. Uh, what's his name? He Brian was the Dable. offensive coordinator for the Bills. Brian Dable. Yeah, Brian Dable. Is that going to be the right coach for him? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Does he use running backs a lot? I don't know. Not really. We'll see. Um, number four, um, and I have seen some people say this is wrong, but I like Antonio Gibson. Yeah, I mean, he. I don't, a lot of people are really down on him. I don't really see yeah. a reason why. They drafted a running back pretty late. Uh, I think it was fourth round they drafted a running back. Mm-hmm. I don't really see him being a, a threat to him, like, big time. I mean, maybe, you know, if Antonio Gibson continues, continues to fumble, possibly. Mm-hmm. But... Right. I just don't I don't see how he's like a real concern right off the bat. Um, and Antonio Gibson's a you know two down back. He'll get some passing work too because he's also pretty decent at that. So, um, but I mean you got J.D. McKissick out there too. Who, um, I mean he is very good in the passing game. Like oh might, he's, he's fantastic. Yeah. Maybe with maybe with James White retiring, he might be the best. Like, yeah, third down pass back. catching. Yeah, third down back in the league. I agree. So. Yeah, how sad is that, James White, man? I feel like, like he's played forever. Like, like this is kind of like an end of a uh, era type thing. It, you know, I felt the same way when Kevin Falk. Um, oh yeah, retired. You know, what's up with these Patriot running backs that never get drafted in fantasy? But yeah, but we're so sad when they retire. I know, right? So funny. Um, okay, so this is my deep one. Um, I don't know if I agree with it anymore, especially with Zach Wilson going down. Brees Hall, out of Iowa State. Okay. Like, the, the guy is a monster. I mean, he's a monster. Um, and he, they drafted him second round, I think, third round maybe. And he is, he could be top five. Like we might be talking about him next year as a top five running back. Yeah, yeah. And it was that's potential there for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So here's some running backs with ADPs. They're going to lose Christian McCaffrey. Um, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, like, just, that's self-explanatory. Right. I mean, Najee Harris. Yep. You know, like the thing is, he touched the ball so many times last year to hit the points that he hit. There's no way he's going to do that this year, and he's not going to have Ben Roethlisberger either. So he's going to have Mitch Trubisky and the kid out of uh, um, what school? Uh, uh, Pitt. The kid out of Pitt they drafted. Uh, so he's not going to have any quarterback that's going to keep the defenses honest. You know, unless Mitch Trubisky becomes like a star, which I wouldn't be shocked. There we go. Uh, everyone knows you won't be shocked. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna be like, I told you so. I told you so. That would be like the longest victory lap ever <laughs> if you if that happened. Like you would like you would start out in the morning, like put on your running shoes, and like yeah, yeah. maybe by the end of the weekend, like you'll be like, that's enough. <laughs> that's, that's enough, that's enough. <laughs> i'm gonna have my trubisky jersey on and everything yeah. <laughs> um uh other running backs uh leonard fournette i think he's gonna drop off hard um uh javante williams everyone seems to really love this guy but yeah not, not a big fan um and yeah, then why is it that melvin gordon is all of a sudden done like, I don't right. understand like, that. Why what, is what, he dead? So, I guess he's just dead. Like, it's like, like, why is he dead? Like, it makes no sense. Right? Like, he's super young and super talented. Like, I don't get it either. Everyone yeah. loves everyone loves the new flavor, though. You know what I mean? Well, he's not super young. Okay. He is He is 20. Four years? Five years? 30 years old is pretty much like the shelf How, life. is he really 30? 29. Well, I forgot. That's right. I mean, he spent a lot of time in San Diego. Or San Diego. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. But he wasn't terrible last year. No, he wasn't. But, I mean, I don't see why he's done and why it's this year that he's done. You know, he looked good last year. He's He actually doesn't have a ton of mileage because he did get injured quite a bit in San Diego. Yeah, so um, true. So, I mean, it could be. It very well could be Melvin Gordon's, like, last year of relevance possibly but javante taking over i don't see i don't see why yeah he might he would have to really be bad yeah no i i agree with that statement um and this is my deep one all right <laughs> and i'm probably still going to draft if i if i have an opportunity but austin Eckler, i i think i think he, he could he has an opportunity to drop off basically just because he's always injured so 
Well, they also drafted Isaiah Spiller um, pretty late, too, in the fourth round, I think. And he was yeah. a guy that was um, slated to be drafted in the second round. Um, so I think they just took him because they're like, oh, he was the best available. I don't think they have a lot of plans for him, but right. we'll see. Yeah, but I mean, I'm all about like, and I say this, so I say it with a grain of salt, but like, I, I truly do believe that the Chargers, man, you just pick a player and they're going to have points, whether it's Herbert, whether it's um, uh, Keenan Allen, whether it's uh, um, Austin Eckler or the 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 tight end who's going to be Gerald Everett. Um, you add the other wide receiver. What was his name? Mike. Uh, some, was it Mike? Mike Williams. Is it Mike Williams? The wide receiver for uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Williams. Yeah, Mike Williams. Sorry, just sounded so basic of a name. I just, <laughs> it's, a, it's that is not spicy of a name. Spicy. No, it's definitely not. I'm sorry. It's not Tyreek. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So wide receivers. What do you got, Josh? All right. So yeah, I have. A, there's a decent amount this year. So one, and this is like the perfect non-sexy, but this is your medicine pick is Brandon Cooks. Okay. He will be thrown the ball wow. probably 300 times, and wow. it might be catchable about 100 times. Okay? I'm not going to lie to you. And he'll probably bring down each and every one of those. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know where he's playing now. He plays for Houston. Oh, he still plays for the Texans? Yes. He does oh, have a quarterback. I, I thought he got tr- – that's why I was like, what yeah. are you talking – you're right. They got to throw it to somebody, right? Yeah. Um, and he's he always delivers. He always delivers. So, um, okay. again, this is a – he's not – now, he's being drafted in, like, the fifth, sixth round. Um, so, it's not a ton, a ton of value because, you know, he's, he'll probably be your wide receiver, too. But as a wide receiver, too, that's going to be really good for you. Like, super good. Um, I got Allen Robinson. Who, yeah, I do, um, too. I have Allen uh, Robinson. I think the Rams are just – they're going to just feed him the ball all day long because Cooper cup is going to be, you know, he's going to be Cooper cup. He's going to get his hundred, you know, and, right. but they're going to like, they're going to have to do, like other teams are going to have to do something about him. And Allen Robinson is in my opinion, was in a bad situation last year. I think he's going to turn it around. Now you realize that he's almost 30 or he might actually already be 30. He's been in the league for this is his ninth year. So he probably is 30 or over. Um, so he is getting up there in age. But mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a baller year. I think he's probably going to go. Yeah, I think I, he's being drafted at uh, 85 right now, according to ESPN. So, mm. I mean, that's that's going to be good. Um, I have. Oh, I have one guy that probably a lot of people haven't been thinking about. But Michael Thomas has been sliding down like he's at 73 right now. Michael Thomas. Now, the last time we saw Michael Thomas was um, like three years ago. He was the number he was catching. He was breaking the record for the most receptions ever in a season. And uh, then he messed up his foot and didn't play all year. Right. All year. Right. Yeah. Right. He's he's still Michael Thomas. You know, there's no reason to think that he won't beat his ADP of 73. Like he, he is the right. potential, especially with Jameis Winston, who just loves to throw the ball everywhere and especially to the other team, but also to his team. And he could get, he could totally like throw down 80, 100 receptions this year. No problem. Like, absolutely no problem. So, um, and then I also have Juju Smith Schuster for obvious reasons. Tyreek Hill's gone. He's going to be the kind of security blanket wide receiver. For yeah, that. but Tyreek Hill is never, well, I don't know. I just, I can't see Juju. Juju's just not, he no, so here's do what Tyreek Hill does. So here's, yeah, no, I totally get it, but here's, here's my reasoning, right? They never have had a, a number two, right? A number two wide receiver that has been consistent. Right. Juju comes in, takes over the number one slot, but will be like that number two also because Travis Kelsey is kind of like the number one. So it's yeah. like, I think he's he's going to be very similar to Kelsey in like, he's not going to get a ton of downfield targets. He's going to get a lot of over the middle targets because that's the kind of wide receiver he is. But I think they're gonna, they're going to be, there's going to be a ton of them. I think he's going to probably get over a hundred targets and he's probably going to bring down, you know, 70, 80 passes this year. And mm. being drafted at 83 is 
that's pretty good. So. Okay. Okay. I, having him as a wide receiver too would be awesome, in my opinion. So, all right. So these these are mine. Um, I'm going to go through them real quick. Cortland Sutton. Um, he's going to have his best quarterback he's ever had throwing to him. You know what I mean? Like he's he's a solid wide receiver, but he's nothing special. So I don't think Russell Wilson's going to take steps forward, but he's going to make Cortland Sutton look much better. Um, I would say um, I got Hollywood Brown. Mm-hmm. He's going to Kyler Murray is a better passer than Lamar Jackson is, so he's okay. going to see more shots. Um, Rashad Bateman, who and the reason I'm putting him is because Hollywood Brown's gone. <laughs> so, so Bateman Bateman's not really a mid round value. He's a sleeper. Oh, like that's see, not a mid round value. That's someone I would take in the mid round. And this Let's, is why I get last he, place, folks. Where is he being taken? Where is he getting taken? Tell me. Because he's the number um, one in Baltimore. I'm aware. He's at like 90. That's like. On the like, cost. For, well, I mean, for a 10 team league, obviously, that's like round nine. So that's late. That'd be a sleeper. Um, okay. Okay. Oh, you know what, though? I have Allen Robinson. He's at 85. Let's just call like okay. That's that's not a sleeper. That's a mid round value. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. Once um, you hit ninety like and below, that's sleeper. <laughs> you ready for this one? I think yeah. this guy's got a chance to be this year's Cooper Cup. You okay. ready? Uh, I'm so excited. Hunter Renfro. Oh, that's silly. No, oh, no, no, it's not. It's not at all. His coach is Josh McDaniels. He loves, loves people um, like, uh, uh, oh, who's Julian? Who's the quarter? Who's the wide receiver for the Patriots? Julian Edelman. Yeah, Julian Edelman. Um, he loves that that middle wide receiver cut in the middle, and that's what Renfro does. Renfro is going to have a huge year, and Derek Carr is probably, is going to is going to throw some amount of yards and a lot of touchdowns, and they're going to the playoffs this year. The Raiders are going to the playoffs this year. I'm not going to lie to you. I think every team in the AFC West could be in the playoffs this year. Really? Yeah, with three wild cards, every team in the AFC West could be in the playoffs. Think about it. The Broncos, the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Raiders are the are the, are the odd could be the odd man out, but I think they've got the opportunity for sure to make the playoffs because of Josh McDaniel's innovative offense. I mean, if you say so, that's going to be crazy, though. They're, they're going to beat don't... up on some bad teams and lose. And they're and and this is the only thing is that the AFC West is going to beat up on each other constantly. <laughs> like, yeah, that is. It's going to be the black, the new black and blue division. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is my deep one, Traylon Burks. Okay. Rookie wide receiver for the Titans. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. These are my wide receivers that I th- don't think will have the ADP that everyone's drafting him at. Debo Samuel, Jalen Waddle. Um, I know I said this before, but Devontae Adams, he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers anymore. <laughs> so he could drop off. Um, AJ Brown going to the Eagles. Jalen Hurts is not good. Um, and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I agree with all those. Yeah, I, I think, think all those are, are going to definitely drop. Um, so looking at tight ends. Mid-round values. Um, I got Cole Komet. Yep. Uh, so he's more sleeper. Well, is say. he, though? Because he's he could be a – you could – if you were to look at the, the – in a 10-team league, 10 tight ends, he could be a starter. Um, I'm, let me see here. Uh, Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts, George Kittle, Darren Waller, Dalton Schultz, TJ Hawkinson, Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz, Mike Kosicki. So, no. He would not be. How far out is he? Um, well, his ADP is 147. That's a sleeper. That's a sleeper a sleeper gets, to be honest. Yeah, it's, I, okay. All right. But I, I think he definitely has the opportunity to to be a number one tight end this year. Um, Dawson and, if, Knox, and if you notice that we're talking about what's what, we were arguing about what's a sleeper and what's a mid-round value before the show started. Yeah, right. So, so <laughs> I, if you if you want to hear me keep correcting him, it's, it's not because I, I – I have an OCD. It's because I want to drive it home that I'm right and he's wrong. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Go ahead. I got Dawson Knox. Um, I think Evan Ingram could exceed his ADP big time. Um, uh, Gerald Everett being with the Chargers, that's going to be huge. 
I mean, absolutely huge. That could be monstrous, actually, for him. Um, and then a deep, deep one, Cameron Brait. He's the only tight end the Buccaneers have right now. Mm. See, but we've seen that before. With Brady by himself? Yeah. Have yeah. we? He had, has... not, he had Gronk. Gronk got hurt. He was out for like six games last year. But he also had OJ, whatever his name was. OJ Howard? Yeah. Yeah, he did. These are, these are the tight ends that I don't think will reach their ADPs. Kyle Pitts, Mark Andrews, um, George Kittle, uh, Dallas Goddard. Um, obviously, the Kyle Pitts. I don't know. I just don't. I just don't see it. Um, Mark Andrews. He's now like I. I don't know. He doesn't have anyone stretching the field the same way now with him. Um, George Kittle. He's got Trey Lance. I don't know. Maybe that helps him. I don't know how good Trey Lance is going to be. How do you feel about Trey Lance? Oh, he's going to be so bad. It's going to be awesome. Good. I love to hear that because we're playing. Aren't we playing the 49ers this year? Um, yeah, but I mean, he is Kyle Shanahan, so they'll win anyway. So that's <laughs> great. Um, Dallas Goddard. Jalen Hurts is terrible, man. Um, and then I say this one because. I don't know. I think there's an opportunity that he doesn't like a small opportunity, almost like the, the Lamar Jackson or the, you know, uh, Darren Waller. Like he could stay, take another step backwards. He took a step backwards last year. Mm -hmm. so I think that. he could take another step backwards this year. Um, so these are my sleepers, um, like in your sense of sleepers. Uh, Marvin the, Jones Jr. So the true sense of sleepers. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Right. Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, for uh, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. I think he could he could explode. He has an opportunity. Ken Walker the third for uh, Seattle, drafted out of Michigan State. Um, and Khalil Herbert for the Bears. If Montgomery goes down, Khalil Herbert's the number one, and he's very good. Yeah, but I mean, I I hate saying players that will need to have an injury. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I, you, last year, I think you, you started Khalil, uh, Khalil Herbert. I did. When, when uh, David Montgomery came back and that turned out. It didn't great. turn out good. Turned out, oh, oh, it didn't. Oh, okay. Um, didn't I, I mean, it turned out out. okay, like that first game. But after that, it got bad. So my sleepers are... I guess, technically speaking, we just decided that Rashad Bateman isn't one. But Kadarius Tony, he is crazy shifty. Like, he's just... He is. He could, he could potentially just, you know, kind of end up being like... Uh, well, it's uh, going to be interesting that, to see how Brian Dayball uses him as an offensive exactly. guy. How exactly, is he going to exactly. use him and Saquon Barkley and all... He has a lot of weapons to use. Yep. Uh, Trey Lance, I think he, you know, has potential to be like Lamar. I thought um, you said he was going to be crazy bad. That's, okay, so first of all, crazy bad in real life and crazy good for fantasy football are not mutually exclusive, okay? Fair. We, we know Jameis Winston exists, okay? <laughs> right, so, exactly. He could be the MVP of the fantasy football and be one of the worst players in NFL. Yeah. Uh, and then I have Cole Komet because he is uh, he's on his third year, which is the, the tight end year, okay? That's like, if you're going to be a good tight end, it's year three. Um, and... Uh, He's poised kind of just to be like a security blanket for Justin Fields. So, okay. I think he's, uh, I think he's going to be great. Oh, I shouldn't say it. I don't think he's going to, I think he has the potential to be great. I don't really, I'm not like, I just don't feel good about the bears. So I just don't feel. I good. don't either. Although did you watch the preseason game yesterday? Uh, you know, I don't really watch preseason. I find that it like, it fogs like the truth about things for me. <laughs> um, I remember this funny. It was funny. We were down 14-0 and ended up winning 19-14. We started scoring points when Patrick and stopped them when Patrick Mahomes went and sat on the bench. Well, yeah. It's... Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, do you have any other – oh, you, do you have any, like, notes or strategies you'd want to throw in um, before we close out this fantasy football section? I, like, I mean, if you're in the top five, got to take a running back because you're getting running points and wide receiver points. 
Um, if you're in the bottom five, like you got to take Cooper, you know what I mean? You got to take a wide receiver and then maybe you can back it up with another wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. We're kind of in this place now and, and you kind of have been the one to kind of talk me off the ledge, but in this place where you just can't take a quarterback in the first three rounds, you're wasting, you're wasting points. Yeah, there, there's, I, I, I think I got this also from the fantasy footballers. They, um, they say that like if you take a tight end and a quarterback in the first five rounds, you're just like, like you're almost guaranteed to miss the playoffs. Really, like a does, quarterback makes, and a tight end, even if that tight end's Kelsey. Uh, even even if you take <laughs> Travis Kelsey and then you grab a, uh, it's just the way it so works you gotta, out. Oh, if you take both, if you take both in the first five rounds, yeah. Okay, but if you only take one of them, you're okay. Yeah, yeah. That there's no stats saying that that's bad. Okay. Or no research saying that that's bad. Um, yeah, I mean that's uh, that's exactly what I was going to say. You guys, like, you really should not be. There are so many quarterbacks that are good for fantasy now compared to like even seven years ago. Like seven years ago, ten years ago, like there was only like three guys that would be like difference makers. <coughs> now you can like for some reason you can stream quarterbacks now and totally be fine. Like it, I didn't, or maybe it was the same back then. We just didn't think about doing that. You know, we didn't think about streaming. It was a different NFL. It was like, a little bit mean? different. Like every quarterback is throwing, throwing, throwing now. Yeah, um, that is very true. So I don't know. Okay. Do you want? Would you like to move on to uh, the greatest player born today? Uh, no, let's do the. If you know this, you're a nerd. Question of the week. I we should do the greatest player born today first. Because. Oh. I don't think we really have one. I mean, okay, so we're going to do the greatest player born today, um, but it's kind of a joke one because we think he's a joke. Uh, Tim Tebow. All right. He's a joke. He was a great college quarterback at Florida. Maybe National one of the best championships. ever. Yeah, maybe one of the best ever. Right. I, I agree with that statement. But he's not an NFL quarterback, and he keeps trying to be one, and then he tried to be a tight end, and that's a joke as well because he's, he's not that big. I mean, he's big. But he's not tight end big, and he hasn't been learning how to play tight end. Um, but he tried to play baseball for a while. Yeah, like try to play baseball. Like I, I don't. I still like. He runs I around still the gotta, field with like, his shirt off. It's just weird, man. I mean, think about this. Josh McDaniels is one of the most, um, one of the greatest offensive minds probably of our generation. All right, um, and he drafted Tim Tebow in the first round. What I still like, I was shocked when he got drafted. I, I told people I didn't think he was going to get drafted in the first three rounds. Yeah, it kind of was like the same feeling of like when Johnny Manziel was taken in the first round. Yes. Everyone, everyone's like, what, the, what is, yep, your Browns are brown, isn't it up? <laughs> like, right? No, um, right? It was like the Broncos are broncoing it up. Like, like it's just, what are you doing? But Tim Tebow, uh, he's better known for his faith than he is his great football ability. Um, and that's only cause he just throws it in your face constantly. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, so, so speaking of a Heisman trophy winner, David, okay. Um, the youngest player ever to win the Heisman trophy. Can you, Oh wait, wait, you know wait, did that? you just transition into the, if you know this, you're a nerd question of the week. Obviously I did. <laughs> that was I'm, a great transition. Obviously. <laughs> Why do you think I asked you to do that first? We just <laughs> good job. I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> so Lamar Jackson is well known as being the youngest Heisman Trophy winner ever, right? The second youngest is Jameis Winston, and then the third youngest is a former Chicago Bears player. Can you name the third youngest Heisman Trophy winner of all time, Dave? Okay, so the first one was who? Lamar Jackson. Okay, then Jameis Winston. And then third is the bear. Yep. Um, Red Grange? No. Do you want to take another stab at it? Yeah, I want to take one more stab. Um wouldn't be Gail Sayers, is it? Nope. I didn't think he won the Heisman. Well, maybe he did. 
He's a Chicago Bear. Hold on, give me one more. Um, oh, what position? Oh, um, that's gonna give it away. But running back. Well, duh. Okay, that's all I was guessing anyway. That's a good point. <laughs> it just occurred to <laughs> Obviously me. Obviously, that, that did doing. not help me. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, man, that's this is a good question. Uh, okay, so let me think. Um, Red Grange, Gail Sayers. Oh, who is that one guy? Uh, starts with a D. Is it is it a guy that starts with a D? No. Okay, dang it. Uh, all right, man. I hate myself. Go ahead. Rashawn Salam. Oh, frick. I totally forgot. Oh. Sadly, he is no longer with us, but oh. he is the third youngest player to win you know, the Heisman And he trophy. was actually pretty darn good his rookie year, and then he got injured. Mm-hmm. Like, he really probably could have backed up what he did and he just got injured. He never was the same. Yeah. So, you know, I don't really blame Rashawn Salam for being a bust anymore. Like, cause you can't count someone a bust if they get injured. It's not their fault. Like, I think he had the talent to be great, um, but he got injured. He even had the head to be great. Unlike Curtis Enos, yeah. who didn't have the head to be great. While researching this, I I actually discovered that there was a player who won the Heisman Trophy twice. Did oh, you know that? Yeah. Oh, you did. Archie okay. Griffin. Okay, there you go. Yep. I knew I shouldn't have asked you. I I felt like that was like he'll like know that immediately. Yeah, from Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't remember who he got drafted by in the NFL though. You want to look that up? Archie Griffin. Sure. Yeah, I can't remember who he got drafted by. Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. Cincinnati Bengals. I thought it was an Ohio team, but I just couldn't remember. Okay. Um, Well, that was a a great question, and I just thought too deeply about it. I was thinking, man, and I shouldn't have because Tim Tebow is is a person who won the Heisman or whatever and then was terrible in the NFL. I just was thinking about only players that were good. Hmm. so all right well then um that was a good one that was a good one so let's do some bold predictions josh um for this nfl season uh we're again three and a half weeks away um i think we'll we'll probably record again in two weeks um and do kind of an nfl season preview but what what's some bold predictions? Just starting off right now, we're beginning a preseason. What bold predictions do you have for this NFL season? Do you want the one you'll you'll love or hate first? Well, I've got I got a couple bold predictions for you that you're gonna love and hate and hate and hate. I have that the Lions will not be in last place in the NFC North. <laughs> that is, I don't think that's a bold prediction, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like such like a homer hater. Like it's so funny. <laughs> like, we're so negative about the Bears. I'm so negative about them right now. It's so bad. <laughs> oh, it's dude. We might win three games this year, and yeah. if we win three games this year, we're going to be drafting a new quarterback. I'm going to oh, say that right yeah. now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because we're we'll... going to draft that kid from either Alabama, Bryce Young, or we're going to draft that uh, uh, that kid from uh, USC. Um, I can't remember his name right now. He he was the quarterback at Oklahoma, and he transferred there with Lincoln Riley. Cannot remember who it is. Not Lincoln Riley. Yeah, Lincoln Riley. Um, but, yes, I don't think that's a bold prediction, okay? So, <laughs> give me something else. <laughs> um, I have that. Trevor Lawrence will throw for two to one TD to interception ratio this year. Really? You really think he's going to be that good, huh? That's not that good. That's just, that's just being a, solid. You, you that's just being a decent NFL quarterback. Yeah. I just don't think he's a decent NFL quarterback. Cool. Why don't you throw me one? Everyone said he's uh, the greatest quarterback coming out of college since Peyton Manning. I didn't see it in college. So that's a lot of luck and a lot of talent around him. Um, so one of my bold predictions is, uh, 
the Chiefs do not get to the AFC Championship again. <laughs> Every year that Patrick Mahomes has been the starting quarterback, they have gone to the AFC Championship. They are not going this year. I have one AFC Championship game related. Okay. I, I think the Colts will be playing in the AFC Championship game. With Matt Ryan, huh? Yep. I think they have enough pieces so that... you're going to prove me right. Matt Ryan. I haven't... I have enough. They have enough pieces that if Matt, if they can protect Matt Ryan and Matt Ryan can just do barely enough, like I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be like great. I think they'll be good. Jonathan Taylor is like an offense all all unto himself. So it might happen this year. You love you love that guy though. You're like he's my guy. Yeah, this is like a man crush. Um, it could be a woman crush too. I don't know. Um. I've got one more. Um, Mitch Trubisky is the starter throughout the season for the Steelers, and they make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to – no, we're not even talking about that. All right, so – <laughs> We're not even going to talk about it. That could happen. It's not it's, – whatever, dude. <laughs> dude, first of all, first of all, it's Mitch Trubisky. He's going to overthrow everyone and be benched <laughs> at some point here, okay? Oh, I hope not, man. Come on, Mitch. Come on, Mitch. Um, Come on, Biscuits. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not happening. Um, Joe Burrow will be the passing leader this year. Oh, jeez. He's going to throw for the most yardage this year. Joe Burrow. I think okay. he's going like close to 5,000 yards. Okay, all right. So this is my last bold prediction because we can't have too many, you know. Eventually it gets ridiculous because I want to make sure we hold on to these and we watch them and we look at them at the end of the year. Yep. Um, here's So the, my, my first two are the Chiefs not going to the AFC Championship and Mitch Trubisky being the starter and the Steelers going to the playoffs. All right, my third one, I just went blank on. I had, I had it and I lost it. Frick. Um, so you think Joe Burrow? Oh, that's right. Now I remember. Um, Justin Herbert is the MVP of the league. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Fair enough. I like it. Yeah, I think he's going to have just a, a spectacular year. And I think the Chargers, it might be the Chargers Bengals in the AFC Championship. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Chart. I think I might go Chargers Colts. Chargers right. Colts? Yeah. I could see it. I could see it. It'd be Dude, nice. I wouldn't not be to. shocked if it was Chargers Chiefs. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be shocked if it's the Chargers Broncos. You know what I mean? Like, but I think the Chargers are for sure in there. Yeah, they they have so many good players. Like, oh my gosh, gosh it's crazy. their defense. Their is defense gonna be is going to be so good. Oh my oh, gosh, so good, so, so good. good, so good. But I'm telling you, fantasy football wise, don't take your defense until the last pick. Or yes, the second please. to last pick. Please, God, the, don't be that person. Unless oh. unless you know who you're taking and the guy who you're taking in the last round isn't going to be taken. Like, then if you want to secure the, the defense you want for week one or whatever, go ahead and do that. But Don't if, do it before the second to last round. Yeah. If the guy that you want to take at the end of the draft might get taken, then don't do that. So, right. um yeah, yeah, that's good advice. That's a really good, that's a really good point. Yep. Yep. Right. Okay. Well, we're gonna get into the hub controversy, Josh. Why don't, why don't you take us into the seer of all seers minds? Yes. So, paraphrasing Hub Arkish, Roquan Smith publicly asking for trade was a good, but ultimately useless tactic in contract negotiations. Hmm. I don't know about you, Josh, but I think I gotta do, I gotta agree here. Really? Yeah, I know. Yeah, me, I know. yeah me too. Oh, well, great, wonderful. So glad, to, so glad we were able to do that. All right, well, um, folks, as we're almost out of time, as always, we want to make sure we get to other sports. All right, so uh, baseball season. Wait, is wait, 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 wait! I forgot uh, one last fantasy oh. football note about drafting. Okay, um, when you are drafting. Do not reach for any position, even if you like are like, oh no, all the wide receiver, all the wide. I've only taken wide receivers, and it's the fourth round, and all the good running backs are gone. The fourth round 
is not a good time to take a running back, especially not this year, unless somebody like Dave Montgomery drops into it. Don't reach. Just stick with getting your best players available uh, at positions that you still need. You know, don't yeah, be you, loaded you up. Get on, a so, you get a solid tight end in the fourth. But don't make don't make the mistake of like getting backups though. Yes. Before yes. you get your starters. Always go starters first, but don't panic. Right. Yeah, because you might not even use those those backups. Exactly. There, there'll be no space. Exactly. Cool. Yeah, I cool. mean, I remember one year somebody took like a second quarterback before they took a running back. You're a jack wagon. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, 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 wait. Let's explain the story. So the year before, I picked up a quarterback off the waiver wire, and someone Always. traded me a top, like a top player for that other quarterback. I already had a quarterback, and so I was thinking, oh, let's go into the draft, and I'll take two top end quarterbacks, and someone can trade me for that other quarterback. That never happened. That's <laughs> well, because you took Derek Carr. Who's going to trade for Derek Carr, Dave? No one. Derek Carr is good. He is good. Listen, he is a decent Say it with quarterback. me, Josh. He's going to... Derek Carr is good. Derek Carr is fine. <laughs> you can never admit when I'm right. Okay. <laughs> but I guess there's terrible. some, like, rumor going around that I said that he was the MVP or that he was going to be the MVP. I don't know. I don't think this is true, but... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, Josh, because you're selfish with your time, we are all out of time. So we'll have to wait till next week to talk about ping pong solo championships. All right. But until then, folks, stay cynical. Bye.